please turn your Bibles to Ezekiel chapter 37, whilst remaining remain standing for the reading of the word of the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 37, and we're going to read as one big family from verse 1 to 5. Ezekiel chapter 37 from the New King James Version, which is a preferred version of the scriptures. I want to use this opportunity to welcome those who are listening to us online on all social media platforms. You can do well to read this along with us wherever you are listening from. Amen. So let's read like one big family, Ezekiel 37 from verse 1 to 5. Let's go. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Verse 2. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, they were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. Verse 3, And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Verse 4, Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Verse 5, Thus saith the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into them, and you shall live. If that is your testimony, why don't you shout amen? Amen. Give God an energy, amen. Amen. For the reading of the word of the Lord, we say God be praised in Jesus' name. And so this morning, by the message of the Lord, we will be bringing you the word and teaching of the gospel of the Lord, which we have entitled, Prophesy to These Bones. Amen. Amen. Say with me, prophesy to these bones. I need to see some energy this morning. Prophesy to these bones. And you will join me in prayers. Lord, we thank you for your word that is about to come. We ask that it shall come in the fullness thereof. You said in your word that the words that we speak, they are spirit and they are life. And so, Lord, we pray for every word that shall come out from this altar this morning. Let it bring life to every dead situation in the name of Jesus. For every struggling heart, we pray that the word will bring life and peace in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you've always answered us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. All right, before you sit down, just say to three people, prophesy to these bones, prophesy to these bones, prophesy to these bones. All right, be seated, just sit and be confident in the presence of the Lord. Prophesy to these bones for the sake of this teaching this morning. We'll be going into three chapters or three areas of this word. I want you to follow me very carefully as we'll be taking God's word lines upon lines and precepts upon precepts. First and foremost, we're going to look at the book according to the book of Ezekiel. So our first chapter will be according to what? Ezekiel. Please come with me. According to the book of who? Then we're going to look at the book of Genesis so that it can teach us what Ezekiel did not understand when God was trying to teach him something in Ezekiel 37. And finally, we're going to end in the book of Hebrews and we're going to hear what God himself is telling us in this present age. Are you ready to go with me? I say, are you ready? Let's have some energy response this morning. Are you ready? Now, because this is going to be a teaching, we're going to require some response from you, and so you will do me well to please respond. Amen. Now, let's go to Ezekiel chapter 37. In Ezekiel chapter 37, Ezekiel was sitting down, perhaps on his own, in his balcony, reading the word of the Lord or doing whatsoever he needed to do. And the Bible says, and God came to Ezekiel, and the Bible says, God appeared to Ezekiel. It says, for the hand of the Lord came upon me. In other words, God came to Ezekiel and said, Ezekiel, we need to take a walk. I need to teach you something that Grace Assembly and the world afterwards are going to understand. So he said, Ezekiel, let's take a walk. 
So the Bible says, Ezekiel speaking, it says, And the hand of the Lord was upon me, and it took me out in the spirit. So God took Ezekiel for a walk, and it took him to where it was called the Valley of Bones. Say with me, the Valley of Bones. Please add some energy, the Valley of Bones. That's it. So the Bible says, And God took Ezekiel to the Valley of Bones, and he said, And he placed me in the midst thereof, which means he brought me to the middle of the valley of bones. So if Ezekiel is standing, what will he be seeing before him? Bones. What If he's looking behind, what will he be seeing? If he's looking by his side, what will he be seeing? If he's looking by the other side, what will he be seeing? Give me some energetic response. What will he be seeing? That's it. So the Bible says, and he placed me in the midst of it, and all around was bones. And he said to me, take a walk around the bones. And Ezekiel said, so he took a walk around it and he observed something in those bones. The scripture says, Ezekiel said to the Lord, and the bones were very what? Dry. We have bonish situations in our midst. Marriages are not working. Finances are bad. The children are not, are not adhering to the word of the Lord. And sometimes we think they are bad. They are not only bad, they are very what? Dryly bad. Amen. So Ezekiel saw it and said to the Lord, it is very dry and it is very bad. And verse 3, and the Bible says, and he said to me, son of man, which is the same question he's asking you, can these bones live? Son of man, can these bones what? Live. Ezekiel looking at how bad the situation was, was very conservative in his response. So he said to himself, if I tell the Lord he cannot live, maybe I will be belittling God. So Ezekiel responded to God and said, Father, O Lord, thou knowest what? Thou knowest. Or, O Lord, only you know. My finances are bad, but if you will turn around, only God knows to tell you how bad it was. But this morning, the Lord will turn situations around in the name of Jesus. I thought I would get an energetic amen. But look at verse 5. The Bible says in verse 5, Thus says the Lord God, Surely I will cause breath to enter into what? Into you and you shall live. Now I want you to look at the word carefully because this morning we'll be reading it precept upon precept, lines upon words, lines. Now who will cause breath to enter into the bones? Let me hear you. Who will cause breath to enter into the bones? Is it Ezekiel that will cause the breath to come? No. Who will cause breath to enter into the bones? I want you to hold that very carefully, that only God will cause breath to come. So the Bible says, God said to Ezekiel, this is the word of the Lord. I, as God, will cause breath to enter into them. Now give me verse 4. So Ezekiel, hearing the word of the Lord, just like you and I, we've heard God's word time and time over and over again on this pulpit. We've heard the word the Lord say, I will cause bread to enter into them. We've heard God say, I will help you this year. We've heard God say, I'm going to turn things around for you. So God said those words and God stood still. And Ezekiel, looking at God, he said to God, you said you caused bread to enter into them. And God said in verse 4, I have given you my word. I want you to note this. Each time the word of the Lord comes, it only places a responsibility on you to run with it. Each time the word of the Lord comes, just know it places a responsibility on you to run with it. Let me shock you. If God says he will cause bread to enter you into it, it's the word of the Lord for the church. It may not come to pass in your life. That's shocking, right? That's how shocking it is. For you to know that each time the word of the Lord comes, it places a what? A responsibility on you. What responsibility? Verse 4. And so God said to Ezekiel, I have spoken my word. And my word says I will cause breath to enter into them. I have placed a responsibility on you. You need to stand up on your feet and prophesy to the bones with your lips. The problem is that we have so many Christians hearing the word. But we have so few Christians speaking the word. The Bible says be quick to hear. 
be quick to hear. So for whatsoever you hear, you need to hear it quickly. And it says, be ye hearers of the word. Not, do not be hearers of the word only, but be what? Doers of the word. So the responsibility to do lies in speaking the word. Tell your neighbor, speak the word. Put some energy, speak the word. So hold it there for every word God says, it places a responsibility on you. So God said to Ezekiel, stand up. I am ready to cause breath into these bones, but you have to speak the word. So he said to them, prophesy to the world through the bones. Now I want you to read carefully. Let's read together. Prophesy to the bones and say what? And say to them. Say to what? Say to them. All dry bones hear. Give me some energy. Hear the word of what? Now I want you to put this down. Write it down if you have a pen. The word of the Lord. The word of what? Of the Lord. So Ezekiel said, hear ye the word of who? The Lord. Write it down. The word of the Lord. If you write it, just put equal to in front. The word of the Lord. So God said to Ezekiel, tell them to hear whose word? The word of the Lord. It is not the word of Ezekiel. So for every word that comes, it places a responsibility on us to do what? To speak the word. He said, tell the bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. The reality is every situation that you go through or going through has an ear and it can hear God's word. The problem is that we are not speaking to it. So the pastor comes and says, the word of the Lord is to you this way. You shall have life. And so that is the only time you hear it. You put it on your DP, that's all. The best we can do is to speak the word to every situation that have come. This morning, every dry bone shall hear our word in the name of Jesus. Let me shock you. Verse 9. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 9. The Bible says, for I have put my words in your mouth. Jeremiah 1 verse 9. God was telling Jeremiah, I have touched your tongue and I have put my word in your mouth. So God's word is in everybody's mouth. God's word is in everybody's word, everybody's mouth. The word of the Lord is nigh Romans 10 verse 8. He says, for the word of the Lord is nigh So don't say only the pastors have the word. You have the word. Tell your neighbor, you have the word of God. So every situation that you have, we need to start speaking to it. Engage them with the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says, and God said to Ezekiel, speak the word. Let's look quickly. Let's look quickly verse 7, verse 7 and verse 8. Now let me shock you now. Remember, God said, I will cause breath to enter into them. Was that not God's word? And I told you the fact that God said it doesn't mean it will come to pass. Because it has placed a responsibility on you to speak his word. Verse 7 says, and so Ezekiel prophesied as he was what? Commanded. Verse 9, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bones to bones. Indeed, I saw the flesh come upon the flesh. I saw the skin come upon the skin. Can you see that? But there was no what? Now read with me. But there was no what? Give me some energy. But there was no what? Did God promise he would give breath? When Ezekiel prophesied, was there breath? Now you're looking at me. The reality is, if you speak the word once, if it doesn't happen, faith demands that you speak it again. Amen. You didn't hear me. If you speak God's word the first time, faith is a speaking part of you. God's word have come. Faith requires that you say it the first time. If it doesn't change, faith requires you say it the second time. If it doesn't change, faith requires you say it the third time. But just keep prophesying the word, the word. Speak to the bones. If you have pain, speak to it. If the marriage is not working, tell it. Oh, you marriage, I command you to walk. They have ears. They can hear you. You are not just speaking the word. That is why the ministers labor and the word seems not to be effective. God's word is effective. It's, it's not changing. But the problem is that we are not putting the word to work. This morning, God will give you a prophesying spirit in the name of Jesus. So Ezekiel told God, verse 9, Lord, I have prophesied. The bones have come together, but there is no life in it. Now, this 
is what Ezekiel did not understand. So I'll show you Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. I told you we're going to finish with Ezekiel. We'll go to Genesis. I will end in where? In the book of Hebrews. Come with me. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Genesis 1. The Bible says, in the beginning, God did what? Created the heavens and the earth. Now, you wrote down something before now. The word of the Lord. And you said equal to. I want you to write this down. The beginning Put an equal to a right creation, which means the beginning means the creation. If you want to write down, the beginning equal to what? Creation. Give me energy this morning. Beginning means what? Creation. The word of the Lord means what? We have not answered that. Amen. Now the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I'm going to shock you now. Verse 2. He says, and the earth was without form and void and Darkness covered upon the deep of the earth, and the spirits of the Lord rovered upon the waters. Read verse 3 with me now, with a very sound voice. Verse 3 says what? Then God said. God did what? God did what? Said. I want you to remove the word said and put prophesy. And God prophesied and said what? Let there be light. Verse 4. And God saw that there was what? Light. Now put it together. God prophesied, let there be light. And God saw that there was light. If you say that I am healed, you will see that you are what? Healed. If you say, if you say my marriage is good, then your marriage will be what? Good. The problem is we speak of the issues so much. What you do not know, the Bible says, for the words that will speak, they are spirit and life. So for every word you speak, you are putting life into it. So if you are saying, I am, my marriage is bad, my finances are bad, all you are doing is you are putting life and giving life to it. What if you say that my marriage may be struggling, but God is bringing life to it? What if you say that my finances may be bad, but God is doing something to it? That is what God did. God said, let there be light, and God saw that there was what? Light. God said, let there be the firmament. And God did what? Saw that there was a firmament. God prophesied, let there be waters. And God did what? Saw that there was waters. For everything you prophesy, you are going to see results in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to read carefully verse 28 before we go back to before we go back to Ezekiel. Verse 28 did shock me. I want you to look at verse 28. Now watch this very carefully. The Bible says, and after God had made all things, water, the land, the sea, the seasons, God made times and seasons, and he prophesied all of them into existence. Now watch this verse 28. And the Bible says, and God made man and woman in his own image. And he said to them, and bless them, and he said to them, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth. And he said, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the living creatures, and everything that walks on the earth. Now, what does this scripture mean? Does it mean we should get birds, put them in one corner, get fishes, put them in one corner, and every creeping thing, and then start to rule over them, president, so-so-so of the fish kingdom, Amen. That is not what God was saying. What God was saying, I made all things by my spoken word. And he's saying, if there's anything that, that has to do with the earth and nature, he's saying, you have dominion over all. Whether it be water, whether it be wind, whether it be fishes, or whether it be animals. Now, when Ezekiel was prophesying and said, let there be bones, let the bones come together, the bones did come together. But Ezekiel stopped at the first word. God is saying to Ezekiel, I have made all things to listen to you. So even nature has subdued in you. And that is why when the disciples were with Jesus and there, there were storm, the scripture says, and Jesus said, let the peace be still. And they said to themselves, what manner of man is this that he can speak to the wind and the wave? Before then, nobody knew that the waves had ears to listen to us. We thought everything was by coincidence. 
Are you getting me? Everything doesn't happen by chance. They have ears to listen to you. So when you have situations, you say, well, the economy is bad. So that is what is affecting you. You have the power to call the things that are not as though they are. The problem is that we are not speaking enough. And so God is telling Ezekiel, the situation may be bad, but there is a responsibility on you to speak to everything. Now, let's go back to Ezekiel and see what happened finally. Ezekiel 37 verse 9. So Ezekiel did prophesy and said to the bones, let hear the word of the Lord and the bones came together. The Bible says, and nothing did what happened. Do you remember that? Nothing happened. Now let's read verse 9. And the Lord said to him, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, O son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord, come, what, what, what is he calling to come? And he say what, come from where? The four what? The four winds. The reality is that there are winds that hold our destinies. And by this understanding, every wind that holds our destiny, every wind that holds our blessing, we will call them by their names and they will come in the name of Jesus. And God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to the bones, prophesy to the winds. You have power to speak the things to reality. God has spoken his word, but there's a responsibility on us to speak God's word. So this morning, when we pray, we are only not going to be praying to God, but we are going to be calling the things that we want specifically by their names, and God will answer us in the name of Jesus. First Kings chapter 18 verse 4, the Bible says Elisha was a man after our own nature, and Elisha said, let there be no rains for three years. And at the end of it, Elisha told his servants, I can see that the rains are coming. And he said to him, go for the rains are coming. So he went the first time. The Bible says when he went, he did not see the sign. And then he came back. Isaiah, Elisha prophesied again and he said, go the second time. And he went seven times. Brethren, if you speak the word the first time, and it doesn't work. That doesn't negate the potency in the word of the Lord. But it means you have to fit it and speak it over and over again. If you say I am healed, even if you don't see the sign, say it again that I am healed. If you say I will prosper, even if you don't see the sign, say it again that I am prospering. If you say my marriage is blessed, even if things are not working, keep saying the word of the Lord. If you keep saying it, you will bring life to it. And so shall be a portion in the name of Jesus. Keep speaking the word. Prophesy to the bones. And let me just begin to round up before we go to prayers. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1. Let me show you some kingdom principle that is going to open your heart to what God is really saying. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1. The Bible says, now Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2, he says, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3, by faith we understand that the walls were made of framed by what? Not give me some energy. The walls were framed by what? The walls were framed by the what? So everything you see was made by what? The word of the Lord. Now, what did God tell Ezekiel to prophesy? The word of who? He said, prophesy the word of God. Now, let me show you something. Let me just do a little illustration so that you will understand this before we close. God said to Ezekiel, prophesy the word of the Lord. Don't say your own word. Prophesy the word of the Lord. Hebrews is telling us, in the beginning, for God framed everything by the word of the Lord. Now, let me show you an illustration before I delve deeper. There are these, there's this military man that stays behind the presidency. Um, for every president, there's always a military man behind him. What do they call them? What? ADC. There's one they call um, Audley or something. Police Audley. Have you heard of it? 
they call them police orderly. In fact, whilst I was growing up, we used to hear they call them orderly. Amen. So we thought the name of the man that stood behind was orderly. Amen. We never knew it was a military title that talks about orderly, police orderly. Now, if I am a president, I want you to watch this carefully. If I'm a president and I have maybe Minister um, Gabriel as my orderly, which means anything I say, he's going to what? He's going to do. Is that correct? Now, give me some energy. Is that correct? So, anything I say, he's going to what? Do. Now, let's, let's, let's have an example. If I tell him, brother, okay, well, please get me an iPad. Anywhere. Just get me. So, it's the same thing when God says, let there be iPad. So, this was what happened in the beginning. God said, let there be iPad, and he brought the iPad. Let's put it here. If I say again, let there be a pen, what is he going to do? He's going to look for a pen because he's responding to my word. So I'm saying, let there be pen. So he's bringing me the pen. Let me leave this two here. So I have, so if I say again, let him bring me a book. He's going to bring me a what? A book. So Hebrews tells us that the world was framed by the word of God. So when we say speak the word, if you have this understanding, oh, you can drop the book. Overdue. Amen. You can sit. So Hebrews says, no, leave, leave them there, leave them there. So Hebrews says, for we know that the world was framed by the word of God. Now I want you to watch this very carefully. If you need to understand what scripture is talking about here, you need to go to John chapter 1 and verse 1. John chapter 1 verse 1. Now we know that the world was framed by which word? The word of God. Give me some energy. By the word of what? The word of God. Now, John says, in the beginning was the word. We wrote somewhere down that the beginning means what? Come on, give me energy. The beginning means what? So, John is telling us, in the beginning when God was creating the world, the world, in the beginning was the what? The word. Now, look at the word carefully. It's written in capital, which tells you it's referring to a person. Now we know that the world was framed by the word of God. John is telling us, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with who? And the word was with who? And the word is who? So who made the heavens and the earth? Is it God or the word? Now you can write the word of God is equal to who? God himself. So this is what happened. Now watch this carefully. So God framed everything by the word of God. So who is the word of God? So in the beginning, this was exactly what happened. When God said, let there be light. What was he saying? The word of God. Now who is going to fetch the earth and the, and the light? Who is going to fetch it? The word of God. Who is what? God. So God is saying, let there be light because he's omnipresent. So God can leave God. And God is still standing. And God can go and take the light. And God will show God. And then God will see that it is what? It is good. So it is the word of God that is framing all. So in chapter 2, verse 2, God said, let there be iPad. So God comes out of God and he walks around and he picks an iPad and he shows God. And God sees the iPad that is what? It is good. In another case, God said, let there be pen. The word of the Lord, who is a person and is God, comes out of God. God is still standing. He walks wherever iPad is. He picks the pen and he shows God. And then God sees the the pen and he says it's good. So when God was telling Ezekiel in Ezekiel 37, speak the word of the Lord. He's saying, I am standing. I need you to put me in motion. in this now. Now it's making sense. So when heaven, the scripture says in Matthew 18, 18 that whatsoever you bind on earth, it's saying when you bind it on earth, heaven is moving. God is moving. 
So you are not speaking the word. So that is why everything looks as if it stands still. So when God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to their bones. Tell them, hear ye the word of the Lord. So God stood and was waiting for Ezekiel. I've said my word. If you like, speak. But I am waiting to move. The Godhead is waiting to move. Heaven is waiting to move. So when Ezekiel said, hear ye the word of the Lord. I command the breath to come into you. I command the bones. The word of the Lord went forth and God left. God put the bones together and God went and stood again waiting for another command. Heaven is waiting for you to speak. That is why the scripture says faith cometh by what? Hearing. Hearing whose word? Is it your own word? That is why when they went to cast out demons, the demons said, ah, Paul I know, Jesus I know. When they come, they use God's word. Who are you? You are using your own word. You cannot go by your own word. Heaven is saying, I am ready to move. Speak to the bones, prophesy to the bones, and it shall come to pass. Amen. So Ezekiel said to him, oh Lord, now I know I have power over the winds. I have power over the bones. So when Ezekiel said it the first time, it did not work. He said the second time, I prophesy to the winds, wherever you are, hear ye the word of what? Of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Let every breath and every breath that hold my destiny come forth this hour. Who moves? Heaven moves on your behalf. Celebrate the name of the Lord. So this morning when we go to prayers, we are not going to be begging God. Jesus, jaw, Baba, jaw, alone, jaw. It's not, no, 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 no. There are sometimes I don't pray. I just speak the word based on what I know. Now, let me round up, but let me shock you. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. If you want to rise, you can rise. We are rounding up. Hebrews chapter 13 from verse 5. Give me Hebrews 13, verse 5. I want you to read when I say read. This is what the scripture says. Now, let me first ask you, what is the word of the Lord for this year? The year of our what? Ebenezer. Now, is that the word of God? Is that the word of God? Just the way Ezekiel, God said to Ezekiel, I'm ready to cause breath to enter into them. When God said it, God was waiting. God will do nothing when he has spoken. I told you, when God, when the word of the Lord comes to the church, it does what? Places a what? Responsibility on you to run with the word. The scripture says, write the vision, make it plain, that they may run that word, reads it. So when you read God's word, it places a responsibility on you to run with it. Now, carefully look. He says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things that you have. Now, I want you to read like a mass choir. The next part, it says, For he himself has said, I... Please, let's put some energy. When you speak God's word, you need to be bold about it. Now, let's read again. For... Now, let me give you a synonym of what this word means. This word is just a reference to Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 and other references in Isaiah and in Psalm. I will never leave you nor what forsake you. Is that the first time you are hearing that promise? It's the same thing as when God was telling Ezekiel, I will cause breath to enter into them. This alone can do miracles in your life. The Bible says, for you search the scriptures. You think in them you will have eternal life. So every time you read the Bible, and when you read the Bible, you stop there. The Bible is not written words. Scripture says, for you are the written epistle of God. So when God, Jesus came, he said he was the word and he was the living word. You need to become the living part of God. So watch this carefully. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. When God gave Ezekiel the promise, what did he expect from Ezekiel? To start what? Prophesying. So when you hear that I will never leave you nor forsake you, what is the next thing we are supposed to do? 
Now, give me verse 6. Verse 6 says, Now we know the promise of the Lord, that he has promised never to leave or forsake us. He says, So we may boldly do what? Remove the word say and put prophesy. He says, So we may boldly what? Oh, you're not getting this. He says, So we may boldly that what? Remove the word helper and put Ebenezer. And let's run it together. Now, let's run it together. I'm going to read the word of the Lord, verse 5. And then you are going to prophesy with your lips to every situation. When God said on this altar that he's going to be Ebenezer, it's not by chance. Those are not mere words. If you think they are just words of man, pastor was looking for words to give us in a year. You are joking. He says he has times over seasons. So for every year, you have the power to speak to it. So when we say this year, God will help me. We are not begging God. We are prophesying his word. So God is moving. So when you say it, you don't say it in January 1. You say it in January 1, you say it in January 2, you say it in January 3. For the 365, you keep prophesying that the Lord is your what? Ah. Now let's read so that we'll join it together. Remove the word say and put what? Professor. Remove the word helper and put what? Ebenezer. When you prophesy this word, it says you may say boldly. You know what it means to say it boldly? So what you are doing when you are saying the word of the Lord, heaven is saying, who are those that are speaking? So when you speak those words, heaven moves. So heaven is doing nothing. In fact, the, the angels are watching premiership because we are not speaking. So when you begin to speak, they will say, who is that that has spoken? God will tell the Godhead, somebody have prophesied my word. No, you know when God says he is his word. So when you speak, you are moving God. And God is ready to move on your behalf. Verse 5, this is what God says. For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you boldly do what? That what? God is saying, I will bless your marriage and I will bless everything concerning it. So that you may what? That what? God is saying, your business may not be doing well. Forget about the economy. I am ready to cost bread to you so that you may what? Hey, that the Lord is what? God is saying, your children are not doing well, but I am ready to be their counselor and teach them. So when you hear what's God's word, what do you say? Oh God, that's what? God is saying, you may be struggling at the moment. Things may not be so well, but I am ready to turn things around. For every wind of favor that is roving elsewhere, I cause it to come to you. So you may do what? Is somebody ready to prophesy this morning? We are going to pray, just short prayers. And when you want to say those words, speak to the bones, prophesy to it. The Bible says, tell them, hear ye the word of the Lord. They have ears, they can hear you. You need to call it by what it is. And when you say it, they will hear you. This word works. Let me shock you before we go into prayers. This may help you. It worked for a little child. It can work for you. On the first day of the prayer and fasting, I was at work. My children had their cousins come around and these children can play like fire. Amen. They were playing and playing and at some point my wife called me and said, my, one of the kids are not doing feeling fine. I said, well, that is a result of our playing. Amen. And the temperature is rising. And in the deep of the afternoon, she called and said, the way things are going, we may have to go to the hospital. I said, why? He said, this child has not eaten anything since morning. The last meal she had was the one the day before. I said, don't worry, nothing will happen. And we came for prayers in the evening, and we're going back home. As soon as we got home, we asked the help, have she eaten anything? She said, no. The last thing she tried to eat, she vomited it immediately again. I went to the room, was changing up, and then my wife came in and said, we need to go to the hospital, the way things are going. We just gave her water and she vomited the water. 
That was the mistake the devil made. He mentioned the word water and I remembered Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. That Bible says, for he has given us dominion over all things. The fishes of the water and the birds of the air. I said, so it means that I need to command water. And they have ears, they will hear you. And I said to her, what do you have? Make her anything. She said, let's make her pap. Maybe she will take that. I said, make the pap, bring salt and let us give her. And as she went, I told the child, you need to stand up. And really she was without strength. I had to pick her up and place her on her feet. And I said to her, we are going to make some proclamations. She looked at me and asked me, what is proclamation? I did not know I was speaking to a child. So I had to break it down. I had to break it down. I said, we're going to do some little praying. And I said to her, you are going to read after me. I am healed in Jesus' name. Sickness have no part in my body. She's very sharp, so she got it the first time. I said, you are going to be walking around with me in this room. And we're going to say it five times. I am healed in Jesus' name. Sickness, if you have ears, you have no part in this body. So we said it five times and we're walking around the house. And they came and they brought the pap and I was feeding her myself. And I was saying, be, keep prophesying that word. I am healed in Jesus' name. Sickness have no part in my body. That was the only way to help us swallow it. Amen. But she kept saying the word. And then immediately she said she was full and she had to sleep. She slept on the bare floor. We went to the sitting room and we were watching TV or, or doing some other thing. And the mother went to the room to check on her. And she ran back and said, behold, she has not vomited. This is a child that vomited ordinary water. I said, if that's the case, the world works. I said, bring more food and bring her medication. We took the medication and we kept making her to prophesy those words. She was this close to going to the hospital. The following day, if you saw her, you would think that she never got ill. Amen. Because the word of the Lord works. As she was saying it, heaven was moving on her behalf. If it works for a little child... It can work for you. This morning you are going to prophesy. Speak those words. Any area in your life that things are not working, call it by name. If your husband is misbehaving, call him by name and tell him to hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, oh ye bones, listen to the word of the Lord. If your finances are not working, speak to the bones and tell him, oh ye people that are owing me, hear the word of the Lord. Prophesy God's word. Speak God's word this morning. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. Call them by names. Every wind of failure that have taken our destiny, every wind of disappointment, speak to it. Say to it, I command you wind, go and leave my home. For my body is the temple of the living God. My house is the temple of the living God. You have no portion, you have no part in here. Leave this place. Speak to the bones. The Lord says, speak ye the word, for this is the word of the Lord. If you speak God's word, heaven is ready to move on your behalf. Keep speaking the word. Keep prophesying. Just keep speaking the word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now listen to me. Jude number 20 says, but... But ye, beloved, building up yourself in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. You don't know what that means. Building up yourself in the holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing whose word? So he says, build up that faith of what you hear. And begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Remember, when Jesus was living, he said, fear not for I send you a comforter. When he comes, he will be within you. And whatever he says will not be on his own, but will be of what the Lord tells him, which is the word of God. So when you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you are only saying what heaven is saying. So if you can pray in the Spirit, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, just begin to pray. If it's just by meditating and prophesying the word, begin to prophesy in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever it is, if you are feeling pain on your body, touch that area of your body and speak to it. Oh ye pain, I command you, hear ye the word of the Lord. You have no part in my body. If it's a neck pain, touch that pain, tell that pain, oh ye pain. You have no part in my body. 
if you are if you have a baby, touch that baby in your womb and tell him, I prophesy to you, baby, you shall come forth as the Lord ordained. Prophesy, speak the word. If you have a stubborn pulse, if you have a stubborn colleague, speak and call their name. Tell them, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. In this season, thus says the Lord. You shall hear me. Speak the word. Keep speaking the word. Prophesy to these bones. Prophesy to these bones. Prophesy to these bones. Prophesy to these bones. Hear ye the word of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Ezekiel 37, and he said to me again, Son of man, prophesy to the breath and said to them, Thus says the word of the Lord, Come forth from every winds. And so we command every wind that is supposed to bring favor to us. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Come forth from wherever you are. In the name of Jesus. And we'll speak to every breath that is responsible for the turnaround of our businesses and careers and our finances. Hear ye the word of the Lord. The Lord is saying, come forth and give breath in the name of Jesus. If you want to turn this to prayer, this is the last chance. Just begin to prophesy to every wind, to every wind, to every water, wherever they are. Prophesy to the bones, speak to the bones, speak to the bones. Call the sickness by name. Call the names of your children and tell them, Oh, you child, hear the word of the Lord. You shall not go astray. You shall not go astray. I call you forth for wherever you are. Every spirit that is robbing, that is not of the Lord, call the name of the Lord. Speak the word. Heaven is waiting. Whatsoever you bind on earth, heaven says shall be bound in heaven. We are waiting to move. The Godhead is waiting. Somebody needs to speak God's word. Say it right now. Prophesy, prophesy to the bones. This is the times we are praying and we are fasting to the Lord. He says, You this things come at not but by prayer and fasting. Speak the word, church. Just keep speaking, keep speaking, call it, keep speaking, call it, keep speaking, call it, call the name of the Lord. Speak to the winds, speak to the waters, speak to the seasons, speak to the year. This is the year of the help of God. The help is a year. God is saying, I will help you. He is ready to help you. God is ready to help you. Keep speaking the word. Keep speaking the word. Call it, call it by name. Don't speak the word. Every oppression, every sickness, every pain, wherever they are, come forth from the four winds. I speak to you. I prophesy to you. Every crumbling marriage will speak to you this hour. Release. Be released right now. We call the word of the Lord. We speak the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. This is God moving in the fullness of his holiness. Speak the word. In the morning you will speak the word. In the noon time you will speak the word. In the evening you will speak the word. The word of the Lord is God. And in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. The scripture says and the word is God. God is saying I am the word. Speak the word and I will move. Heaven is moving on your behalf. You are God from beginning to the end. Place for a girl singing out, you are God, you are God, you are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for a Say what I say, you are God. You are God. 
worship the Lord. Just praise the name. Begin to prophesy. Speak the word. There's no place for argument. The word of the Lord stand up short. He's God by himself. the Lord has come so that we can boldly do what? Prophesy that the Lord is our Ebenezer. Is this year your year of Ebenezer? Receive strength to prophesy. Receive strength to speak God's word. Receive strength to have a turn around. Celebrate the word of the Lord which has come in season and out of season. As we begin continue to wait on the Lord God is giving us an assurance that he will help us. The next three days, do not be weary. He says, blessed is he who is not weary at good doing. Let's keep praying. Let's keep fasting. This God is waiting. Heaven is waiting for us to speak God's word. As you are driving, speak the word. As you are eating, speak the word. In the office, speak the word. If you feel pain, speak the word. If you are not comfortable around anything, just keep speaking the word. Why? Because we will prophesy to these bones. Amen. Have you been blessed this morning? Give God praise in the house of the Lord. And so, Lord in heaven, we thank you for your word which has come in the fullness thereof. We ask, O oh God, that heaven walk for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Celebrate the Lord one more time as you take your seats.